Hello and welcome to Ask Lur, the show where you ask your questions to Lur. In this case, Lur being Wheeler, Corey, and myself this month. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. As always, this podcast is brought to you by you, by asking your questions at our YouTube memberships. We really appreciate everyone who supports us on YouTube. And of course, by everyone who supports us over at Patreon at patreon.com. Are you two ready to answer questions? Yes. 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 Good. Okay, Paul. Paul's already showing the questions. I didn't have to ask. I didn't even have to ask him. Our first question comes from Crab Goddess, and they say, "Kathleen, I love your GM style, and I'm looking forward to the, seeing the second Ravnican sausage party. If you were to create a single-player tabletop RPG game for your co-hosts, co-hosts, how do you think that would look?" Corey and Wheeler, what is a setting you would like to experience? Okay, I thought about this game. Mm-hmm. And I think for you, I would do like one of those like super light one pagers that you okay. can do with yeah. a random set of friends and it has like six <clears throat> rules and you can just be ridiculous. And you would be a group of goblins and you would roll on a table what goblin ancestral home you would be defending. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of thing like a VW wagon on blocks at the back of a farmer's field is yes. like kind of the deal. And then what you're defending it from, you know, and then you find ways to sabotage and mayhem. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is that right. something you'd like? Yeah, yeah, just uh, hit me up. Okay, great. Uh, Wheeler, um, I thought that you would like some sort of like, I was like, how can I make a Souls-like into a tabletop RPG experience? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking basically it's like a it's like a roguelite mm-hmm. where every everything you do, you just have to, you have, you get some simple rules and then every encounter and the prizes for which are rolled on a table, but the prizes you can take with you. So if you die, you just roll up another character. So it'd take me months to prepare like a hundred, uh, like a, like a hundred count encounter table and item table that was all relevant and cross-referenced. But I think you'd enjoy it once I got I there. have a request for room size versus boss size. Ooh, that's a good idea. So you can have just a very large boss in a tiny room because those are so much fun. Yes. That's not really a Souls-like. It's more of a roguelite, but I feel like you could get better at it. I do like the idea of playing in a... Uh, TTRPG where there are enemies that are just named like Bone Wizard Mm. and like Skeleton Lord. Like that's a part of like old school D&D that is really appealing to me even before I played a single campaign of anything. It's just so yeah. I mean that and like if I could die I like the consequences. Oh yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You'd have to die all the time. Great. And so, but you, but you get to keep the items you find. So hopefully you eventually Perfect. get your way through the hundred mm. count table. Yeah, eventually. Maybe the monsters respawn when you die because that's more like a roguelike. Yeah, they gotta. I gotta imagine. Yeah, Maybe. you need the experience. Mm-hmm. But eventually, you start with a whole horde of magical weapons and stuff like that. And then it's kind of satisfying to be like, "Hey, I died to you two times. Yeah. And I'm just gonna one shot you or two shot you and then move on. Yeah. You know." Um, we have a lot of books here that people have sent us so sometimes when you know other stuff's going on i'll like browse the shelves and a lot of those look cool but if we're just picking a setting then maybe like stargate universe would be really fun you know like on a seed ship that has a route that you're unsure about you go to different planets you try to fix the ship 
That'd be fun. Ah. Sort of the opposite of the sort of goblin chaos thing. I, goblins could have a spaceship. That's true. They could be space goblins. Ooh. All right. That was a fun question. Next question. As music nerds, says Crab Goddess, what is an album you listened to last year that did not have to be released last year that you enjoyed? Do you think your co-casters would also enjoy this album? Corey, do you have any go-to albums from that you listened to last year but are not from the last year necessarily? I have like a couple, which is more than the question asked for, but I, last year started listening to the Ting Tings, We Started Nothing, which, you know, everyone would like. Uh, and then there's... Uh, Ellery Ward's Perfect Little Death, which is like acoustic guitar Sondheim covers. And I don't know if either of you like musicals at all, uh, but like there's some stuff in there that's from like Sweeney Todd, which isn't my favorite, but it sounds really cool. I want like a gender swapped Sweeney Todd now. I do like musicals. Hades Town was going to be one of my oh. answers to this. Yeah. That uh, that ruled. I saw it in Vancouver, and I just list, I've been listening to the album ever since. It's great. That's not that isn't my answer, but uh, do you have an answer? Yeah, uh, this sounds more pretentious than I want it to be because I don't remember when I listened to these albums, and so it's hard to really nail it down. Um, but I remember watching the movie Licorice Pizza. And then a song came on in the background and I'm like, I've heard this before. Right. And it was off uh, an album by uh, the Chico Hamilton Quintet featuring Buddy uh, Colliette. Uh, it's like a jazz album from the 50s. And it has a kind of has like Egyptian jazz vibes to it. And it rules. Right. It's like the perfect put it on in the background, get stuff done or that, like walking through a crowd with it on music and it it's killer. That sounds great. Yeah. I, I want that. Yeah. Honestly, I'll, send, I'll it, send to it to you. It's please. It's, yeah, it's, it's really good. Put really it in our good. Slack. Ooh. <laughs> slack it to official me. work messages. Well, kind of. Hey, came up with a podcast. <laughs> thank you for getting back to me. This song rules. Yeah. Listen to this. Here's the new gossip. Ba, 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 ba. Mm -hmm. They are doing a comeback. The gossip. They're at like whatever that festival is that plays like all the 90s rock. There's a, there's a festival that gossip's playing at that I yeah. saw the listing for. It's like Death Cab, Postal yeah, yeah, Service, yeah, that's it. the Go Team. And I'm like, are you in your late 30s or early 40s? Like, I, I feel like that I have a certain like unknowableness about me. And yet they just like laser targeted is this like it's not the we were young or no, no. that's no. not like the emo that's the festival. pop punk emo one this is more like that's the, the one crim's at yes this is the sad like yeah depressing, when we were sad uh, yeah like early 2000s <laughs> like mid 2000s sadness oh my god yeah. peak university kathleen being mm -hmm. very angsty yep oh, i love it I mean, I don't. I was very sad. Uh, <laughs> it's nice to remember, though, something. Yeah. It's kind of nice to listen to stuff when you're like, wow, I was sad and pathetic and uh, listening to this and enjoying it. And I can listen back to it and be like, this is still pretty good. It's like, yeah, the Even district does sleep alone tonight. <laughs> 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 All 
let's see. I already told you about the album I think that you'd like. I think I told you to listen to Scaring the Hose by yes. JPEG Mafia that and was, Brown. That was on my list. It's a good album. Uh, I'm just like flipping through for something that I listened to last year that you might like, Corey, that you don't Ooh. already know about. <laughs> uh, that's the real hard part. I feel like <laughs> there's uh, there's somebody, her name is Genevieve Artadi. Artady, I don't know how to say her All last right. name. Unfamiliar. Uh, she works with Lewis Cole. Okay, love him. I believe together they are Knower. Oh, I love Knower. So she put out a solo album last year. Yeah, I. I yes, I hot girls like chords and. Yeah, yeah. I'm the president. But yeah, so she so she put out a solo album last year. Mm. And if you like Lewis Cole and you like Noah, maybe you like her incredibly weird solo stuff. All right. All right. Ding. Is the uh, festival just like heaven? Twenty twenty four. Just like heaven. Yes. Thank you. Who else is in there? Yeah, read the whole list if you can. Can we get some dismemberment plan? Maybe. Uh... (laughs) It, It. It. I mean, it's a big list. Okay. Just, just read us the top four lines. It's called Just Like Heaven. Yeah. I saw a post on Stereo Gum. By the way, Stereo Gum is a good publication and you should support them. They're reader supportive. Uh, just Like Heaven right. Festival. Oh, it's 2024. Yeah, yeah. Where it's is it? A club called B-L-A. Run. Always Be Your Own Pet. Broken Social Scene. Broken Social Scene. Chris Cruz, CSS, Death Cab for Cutie, Gossip, Metric, Mike Snow. Passion Pit. Mm. Passion Pit. Fandagram. Fandagram. I've seen CSS live, you know. I think they're opening for some Ooh, other band. Sleigh Bells. Oh, Tegan, okay. Tegan and Sarah. Yeah. Uh, Postal Service. Uh, 2006 to 2010 wants its music back. Two Door Cinema Club. Yep. Washed Out. More Paint. And more Paint. paint. Yeah, more paint. And washed Out. Okay, okay. This, this actually sounds pretty, uh, right? pretty legit. Yeah. They're... I've been demographicked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. You got me. You got me. You pegged me. This, right. this podcast is not an advertisement for Just Like Heaven But if Just Like Heaven Fest wants to send three tickets to three <laughs> clearly highly popular influencers, Wheeler and I will go there. Corey will go there. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Wheeler and I will go there. We'll pretend to be pleasant people mm-hmm. and enjoy ourselves. Corey will legitimately just have a good time. I'll be like, Molly Rankin, can you sign my cassette tapes? I would be too cool in the back corner, yes. <laughs> no, I just don't like to touch people, so I hate to, I like to see music, but I don't want to dance or be close to anyone. Mm, going up and shaking the hands of the guys from Passion Pit, being like, I did so many drugs to that one song of yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's everybody in line. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. It's, so it's just drugs. a whole cue. Uh... All right. If you were no longer Corey, Ben, or Kathleen, and you had to pick new names for the other two, what names would you give each other? Who's got some names prepared? I don't, but I. this is a great opportunity uh, to share. This is legitimately what I was about to be named. Your legit My name. dad had a name picked just out. just like Penn was above the birth certificate. My mom, like literally hours before delivering. Yep. Uh, the nurse convinced my mom, like, no, no, don't, don't do it. And, wow. and my dad, my dad relented. Um, if you, if either of you can get this, I will give you a thousand dollars. Okay. Like now, it is, is it like an old name? No. Or a young name. Okay. So it was cool in the no. early nineties. Yes. Okay. 91. Okay, so put your was, guesses in the comments a trendy now. 1991 name. It wasn't trendy. 
Garth. This, no, this is going to blindside each and every one of you. Quinton. No. I'll give you a hint. It's the name of a city. Vancouver? That's no. weird. No. <laughs> That's so weird. And not the city Ben Wheeler in Texas. Or like Prince George or no. something like that. Okay, it's the name of a city. It's the name of a city. An American city. I'll even give you that. Boston. No. That's so Boston. brave. Could you imagine me as a Boston? I mean, I... Boston Wheeler. <laughs> what an odd name. Um, uh, Phoenix. No. Okay, I don't know. It was Detroit. Detroit? There <laughs> yeah. Detroit. Detroit Wheeler. Yeah. That's, is that setting you up for success? I don't know. This probably not. Odd. Sets me up for dilapidation and... I, do you feel like a Detroit? You know, <laughs> I gotta tell you, if I was named Detroit in the era in which we were talking about the bands uh, from uh, We're in Heaven, I would have been very cool until around 2013. And then maybe it would have been less cool. Mm. Yeah. Good question, the Dave 413. Oh, yes. The bit that I thought of for this was just like, okay, Kathleen, you're four, Wheeler, you're two, I get okay. to be one, and then people think we outnumber them. They'll always be like, where's number three? Right. Like the pig thing. Ah, I like yeah. that. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Wheeler, you are dry and uh, intellectual. It's sort of of bent. To be clear, I am well moisturized. Though. Yeah, but like your your you sense of humor more, is dry. You know? Yeah. So if I was going to name a character that was kind of like, you know, helpful, but not that helpful, uh, I feel like you'd be, uh, let's see, I have a whole list of good names that are actual like words that are just underused and I'm desperately struggling to think of any of them. But you'd get end up with names like, you know, malfeasance or something which kind of sounds like an old malfeasance like, wheeler yeah well no because to me that's a girl's name malfeasance malfeasance but I don't that's a witch Cor hunter name Cor i don't think Corey's a malfeasance um i don't know something you'd be you'd have your names would be two names oh, two words that would reflect your personalities but wouldn't be traditional word uh wouldn't mm. be traditional names they'd be words even a bit of even if obscure ones that would be repurposed for human names. Yeah, it'd be weird if someone was named after a thing that wasn't usually a human name, and then you mean like a city? Yeah, in, in Michigan. Like Michigan Wheeler might actually be fine. Michigan Wheeler. I feel you sound like, like a transport company. <laughs> yeah. It. Uh, this is a tough one because I feel like giving other people names is really tough yeah. unless it's like a nickname or it, it's it's spontaneous or whatever i think Corey, your name is just like perfect thank you it's just like the oh yeah you got it in one easy yeah, yeah. easy money um and kathleen i i don't i'm trying to kathleen's also a pretty good name um like any possible name that i have i am now nervous to say out loud for how stupid no, they go ahead sound. the first name that came to mind just was yeah. fern oh Ooh. i could deal with that it's not a bad name no i think it's a nice name i always feel that my name's a bit flowery for my presentation mm -hmm. but i've always hated like 
Kate or Kathy, which was like the other ways, because there's too many other people named Kate and Kathy is like very not me. Yeah. So I was like, look, if those are my options, I will just take my full actual name. As a Benjamin, I understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I will say if I had been a boy mm -hmm. and this this was, you know, this this would have happened, my name would have been Richard. So I would have been Dick Devere. That's so good. That's so bad. I think, I think Dick is underutilized. I think it's been somewhat poisoned a little bit. I think it, I think it's time to embrace it. Embrace Dick? We need to embrace... We need to start to embrace the, the naming and terminology used in, the, in that era that is just comically horny mm -hmm. or um, in, somewhat inappropriate. Uh, it, like, yeah, call more people Dick. Or uh, calling someone a boner as like... Pulling a, a boner. Pulling is, a boner. That's yeah, what it is. Thank you. That's what yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Next question. Page, Page Duchesne. 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 Says my husband wants to know, does Lur have a set of four Nord Galaxy Grey chairs from Article, i.e. the ones used when filming the guest portion of the Lurcast retrospective? He's very excited that he recognized them, if so. More generally, how about how do you go about picking new furniture for your sets? Congratulations! I started this one because I wanted to say, your husband is correct, those are four chairs from Article, and honestly, for the amount of, like, being moved and lifted and stacked and shoved and dragged they get, they are solid and good pieces of furniture. So at least the ones that we got many years ago at this point. So mm -hmm. highly recommend Article Furniture. By the way, if you want to sponsor any Influencers article, we're right here. I, like I already have an Article couch. We have multiple Article Furnitures. No, I have one. You have one. Yes, we got that when we moved here. Mm. Honestly, they're not bad pieces of furniture. Um, how do we go about picking new furniture for our sets? We try to find something that's like not too like expensive, but also has like a clean contemporary line. We all went, we went with gray, even though it was like not my first choice, but for like, like it can be an unflattering color in a lot of skin tones, but gray does hide dirt. So if it gets like, you know, discolored from like people moving it and stuff like that, it's not going to immediately show up and it's like a neutral, which is nice. Um, and yeah, just stuff that's like not like the the cheap furniture you get at like your big box stores because that stuff does not last. Before... Some stuff like these tables we've got commissioned. Other stuff is just like IKEA. This is this is like something that that James built. It's like a tabletop we ordered on like some two by fours that he nailed together. Wow. Yeah. Those are screws. Oh, okay, some two by fours that he screwed together wow. with square head. Correct. Correct. But yeah, we uh, we pick furniture that isn't going to hold together well because it is heavily abused around here. Yes. Before we got all the article furniture, we've broken so many couches. Even yeah. the couches we got new. Like, we broke a lot of old couches that we didn't pay any money for, which is kind of to be expected because they're on the end of life when we got them. But, like, we also broke a couple of new ones. That's impressive. <laughs> It's a hard life here for furniture at the Loading Ready Run Moon Base. It's tough. Next question. Uh, Granny Sohail says, with the reigning in of the new year, what's been one thing or activity you want to strive to improve, be it health, work, social, or something you have just been meaning to do but haven't had the chance? 
Any New Year's resolutions? I'm not a resolution kind of guy. I'm more of a like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Not really pushed by, you know, a calendar date or okay. having a, a soft reset or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Work less? Not, or sorry, try to enjoy not working more. That's yes. what I mean. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily work less. I'm like a border collie. If I don't work, if I'm not doing working, I get antsy. I start to like scratch at the door. Like I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But, you know, you still need to not work at some amount of time. And so this sounds really funny, but part of me is genuinely proud. I've been watching more television, you know? Yeah, I've actually just been not doing a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've been taking evenings to do that because Graham likes watching TV. Mm -hmm. Like he likes watching shows and movies and I do not. But I also like spending time with my husband. So yeah. we've been making time to watch things together, which is usually like panel shows or stuff like that. Yeah. My my husband and I have been watching a lot of wrestling together. And oh. now I'm into wrestling. I was into wrestling as a, well, he likes this and I want to know what he is getting excited about. And so I'll just sit on the couch and be like, oh, that guy got flipped or whatever. It's like you're like me several years ago going, hey, that's Ted Jericho. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm going Chris Jericho. <laughs> now <laughs> I've, I've watched it enough where I have wrestlers I like and, you know, either new or old. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just I'm in I'm in the thick of it now. There's no going back, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Corey, resolutions. The big thing I wanted to do at the start of the year was just do like a deep clean of the house and deal with some storage stuff that I haven't mm. moved. Like I've got like Rubbermaid containers in the bedroom stacked up and just like a pile of clothes that was supposed to go to like Value Village and they weren't accepting clothes during the pandemic. So it's just there. Mm. I have a similar Rubbermaid tub that is full of things like these are socks with holes in them. These are old pairs of underwear that probably want to go to fabric recycling realistically yeah. and theoretically something could be done theoretically these could be darned or like you could use them for like scrap or like rags but i don't want to use old underwear for rags i just want to drop them off to be recycled uh -huh. so deep cleaning my new year's resolution is the same as it always is which is uh 10 20. uh <laughs> da -da -cha. moving on next question oh vision could you describe each other as an ingredients list, says Andrew Haunt. Uh, who starred this one? I feel like I did it in a moment of chaos. Mm -hmm. It was definitely... Not I. This, this, I believe you this checked is, this off. Yeah, this, sounds, this yeah. seems like my What's dirty What's your work. answer? All right. Uh, Corey, you obviously, the bulk, the bulk of it is Coriander. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. water, Nine, carbon. Yeah, and coriander. <laughs> just uh I don't know. What kind of food do you like better? Sweet or salty? Salty. Salty. So we'll say potato chips. Okay. Uh gummy worms. No. Okay. All right. Potato no. chips yes. and gummy worms, yeah. Those yes, no. those can be together. I mean, this is like snack I feel like you're a snacky food. You're like a charcuterie board of just delicious girl foods. dinner. <laughs> a Vietnamese sweet quick pickle. 
love pickles. Oh, all right. Coriander and pickles. Wheeler, are you a sweet or a savory person? I'm a savory guy. Okay, you're a savory guy. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, some good aged cheese? Uh, I'm not a huge cheese guy. You know, neither am I. Yeah. I want to like, I think I like cheese more than I do because we buy cheese and then nobody ever eats it. So I, I'm buying it. I will eat it. Okay. But I will, and I like it. But I'm not. I the idea of people that regularly keep cheese in their house just for eating like baffling. fucking slices of and how, insanity. How, you huh? go through a brick of that a week or like every yeah. two weeks? No, oh. God, your poor guts. I yeah, I just I can't just have a slice of cheese as a food. Yeah. Uh, what about crudite? I do enjoy vegetables, and uh, yeah, I I like to pick. I'm not a big meal guy. I like, if I could just, like, I eat like a squirrel. Okay. But like, you know that squirrel Pokemon that has eaten too much? Greedent? Squavit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Squavit, Greedent? Yeah, I'm that. That's me. Just like constantly like, ooh. Oh. So like little, so some some salted nuts of some kind, mm -hmm. some crudite. Dried berries. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I like pickles, fruit, charcuterie. Trail mix. Trail mix. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. That's them. Um, Piss, vinegar. Yeah. Some sort of squash. <laughs> Spite. Spite. <laughs> Anxiety. Yeah, done. Uh, sp spaghetti squash noodles with some spite. <laughs> and, some. and some Parmesan cheese grated on top. Uh, I'm going to put a little anxiety on this. Uh, just tell me when. Oh, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I, I would, but about two cranks in, I realized I was just doing this. Yeah. And I thought you said you wanted to be pulling on boners again. Yeah. Like well, an invisible snake bite happening yeah. over here. Yeah. Uh, milk. Oh, no. That's sorry. Milk? Well, milking the snake. Not the sexual their, thing. Their it's just, the... yeah, you put the teeth on the thing and yeah. that's how you pull the thing. all the snake boobs off magic cards. And it's a damn shame. Oh, my know. God. Recently, I saw on YouTube some spider sex, and it's amazing. It, they have, like, these little inflatable things on their leggies. Oh. Yeah, they, they puff up like a balloon. It's it's wild. So they have an inflation thing. Yeah. Okay. That's where that comes from. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> the first person who saw that, who had that fetish... Back in the 1500s, saw a spider and went. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Finally. <laughs> Honey, you got to get a load of this. Someone doth understand yeah. me. Me spelled with two E's, as was the custom at the time. Uh, moving on, next question. <laughs> me and whomst. <laughs> Thanks, H-Bomb and friends, for asking. What was the last thing somebody recommended to you that was absolutely spot on? Watching spiders. <laughs> I'll send you the video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, in my case specifically, I think I started this. Uh, people, people have been sending me horse, jokey things. Uh, Go on. It started on Twitter, and now I'm kind of more on Instagram. And some of them are just amazing. It's so good. I get to see horrible cursed art all the time. Mm. I'm so happy. All right, cursed art. What have people recommended to you that you like? Uh, people don't recommend me anything. Well, they do, but I don't listen a lot. Um, I, mean, I mean, if I had to pick uh, Cobalt Core, it's a mm -hmm. video game. Mm -hmm. 
it's a, like a roguelite, uh, but it's in card game, but it's in space and it's very cute and the dialogue is charming and it's incredible gameplay. And it was the first time that somebody's recommended a game and I've played it and I'm like, this is just all I want to do. I just want to keep playing this game instead of it's like been on my radar I'm it's thinking so, about it it's so good and it's on the switch too so if you like have a switch and want to play it portable or whatever it's like i'm going to be playing that on every airplane ride mm. wow yeah that's a that's high praise i uh get a lot of music suggestions mm-hmm. so i'm just trying to see out of the past year things that were well received upon being recommended to me was this whole collection uh, this whole group called Orchestra uh, Baobab and who have like a bunch of like albums from like theirs in the 70s. Those were really good. Let's see. What else? Really like that. Some For some some reason I was came across the music of Charles Mingus and was like this rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Just recommend obscure or not so obscure jazz albums to me from the 1970s because can do i i wasn't around in the 1970s so i mean do you ever listen to art blakey no there you go there you go there you go yeah that's what i liked next question oh what would be your one weird fact about yourself if you're introduced as a contestant on Only Connect? Has anyone, has everyone here seen Only Connect or am I the only one? Uh, I believe so, in fleeting. I've thought about this a lot because they do the same thing kind of on Jeopardy, especially if you're a recurring guest. Mm-hmm. You have to like keep digging up new <clears throat> interesting facts and I just don't have anything. Well, I mean, the Only Connect ones are the kind of like, you know, this person... Uh, once burped in front of the queen or something like that. Ooh. Like, they're very, like, they're usually kind of jokey on Only Connect. I have a couple that won't get me uh, in legal trouble mm-hmm. that I could probably pitch, but I have some that might get me in legal trouble that I should tell you two off camera because I think you find it very funny. Excellent. Um, I went go karting with Chad Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent Only Connect yeah. fact. Yeah. We could be an Only Connect team. There's he made, three of us right now. He made fun of my jeans. He said they were too baggy. He liked who I... He said he kid was cool, but his, he's got to get uh, less baggy jeans. This uh, was in like 2005. Okay. I got selected to play on the Oregon State All-Star ba- softball team, and I never got to play because a bunch of the <clears throat> other members weren't available. What? Oregon State? Oregon State All-Stars. You were almost an Oregon State all-star softball player. I played for the Cubs, but... You played for the Chicago Cubs? In Oregon, as a girl, playing softball. Whoa. That's incredible. Our rivals were the Orioles, and they all put braids in their hair with the colors of their team. That's very hardcore. Uh, I'm going to say my only connect fact is uh, when in high school I published a zine calling for the overthrow of my school's administration. Classic. <laughs> Nobody obviously took it seriously, but it was, you know, I put a lot of work into it. Macklemore once drank my beer without asking. That's so a very Macklemore. good, that's a good fact. Yeah. I have been to uh, so many concerts, I don't remember how many. He's been mm-hmm. to too many concerts to remember them all. Is probably what how a wild BCM would say. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them just might get me in trouble. I don't. Just tell us. 
after we've done recording. Yeah, I'll tell you yeah, after. Yeah. I'll tell you <laughs> after. All right, next question. Daniel Sola says, "What? Do, where do your preferences lie between physical book, audiobook, and ebook? How do you prefer to ingest books? Uh, ebook. Read, enjoyment, physical in front of me. Reference material, ebook, PDF on computer. I used to be a big physical book guy, and occasionally I still am. It depends on if I'm rereading something, I like to go back to the physical book, but." Uh, I've been uh, turned on to audiobooks recently. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love physical books. I love book smell. I do buy some physical books, but I don't want to just have stacks of books in my house like I did growing up. Mm -hmm. And I read a lot. It's like three to four books a week sometimes. Whoa. So just like the volume, it's easier to just like hook up to Kindle Unlimited and just grab stuff. Hmm. Mm. Um, Graham's cousin James, who we went and visited, is a big fan of Kindle. But he has thousands of books, and he has a huge collection of science fiction books, including a bunch that are like completely out of print. Mm. So he gave me an old e-reader filled with like Aww. cool out of print science fiction books That's from cool. the nineteen seventies. Ah, uh, yeah. As James rules. He was. He was. He's like eighty and just like. Bleh guillotine the tories not exactly but i was like ah oh, this guy's so woke yeah. i love him uh that, that comic sounds sarcasm that comic sounds books sarcasm. are not as good in yeah. digital never no, as good no but yeah i like the physical i like manga digital i i'd have i've barely read any physical manga I'm just because mm. you can't get it over here if it's not licensed but i agree with the comics and mm -hmm. stuff it's just yeah not the same next question Creativity burnout. What do you do to avoid falling into it? Or if you fall into it, what do you do to get out of it and get your creativity flowing again? I mean, I don't think it's possible to realize you're burning out until you've actively burnt out. Because you just feel tired, I think. So it's like all of a sudden you're like, ah, hell. I'm just like a, super burned out. Is a building frustration because a lot of the time it's like you don't have any agency, but you have a lot of responsibility. And that just kind of builds until you break. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, it's just too much stuff. And then you just go to do something and it's like, Can't. I've got no energy. I've got no ideas. I've got nothing in the tank. And what I find uh, works well for that is kind of just sort of forcing yourself to do it anyhow mm -hmm. after you give yourself a break. But like the thing is, if your brain's sort of gone to the thing where it's like, I'm too burned out and I quit. You're not going to wake up one day and be like, well, oh, I'm not burned out anymore. No. It's like kind of like a slow side slide into burnout. And then it's going to be a slow slide back out. It's not like a binary situation where you are or are not burned out. I think my secret is I'm always burnt out. <laughs> I'm just always exhausted, but by for other reasons I don't, as well. I don't think it was a terribly big secret that after the uh, the the incredible punch of pandemic into husband cancer into dad financial issues into breaking my ankle when people were like what's up kathleen i was like for like six months right. and had wasn't funny particularly had no good ideas and was just very tired so i, I guess like, uh, recognizing signs of stress in yourself and not putting yourself in bad situations if you can help it yeah. uh, if you've got block instead of just burnout like to get your creativity flowing again then yeah chill relax take, uh, absorb other media 
take a break. And try again. Find yourself a really nice bong or long walks on the beach. There conversa- are conversations with friends. Yeah. Yeah. Just Go like a dinner party or something. I don't know. Do something else. Yeah. Even for a short amount of bit. Like the cost of spending like an hour not doing something uh, is so low in the grand scheme of things uh, relative to, I guess, the benefit that you would take from spending an hour like not staring at a computer screen or working on a project or, you know, just doing spend an hour doing something you enjoy like really enjoy just like no questions asked and that'll be a pretty good refresher yeah well and also like if you're like look i'm super burned out and i don't want to do this and like i can't even but you know you have to you could talk to a friend and ask them to help you like break it down into steps if you don't even want to do that because mm-hmm. sometimes just like all right what's the bare minimum i have to do for this you yep. just do it and you're done and sort of, sort of slowly work your way through it as gently as possible but if even if that is too much you can ask somebody who you care about to help you like come up with a plan to help you stick to it or quit hit the bricks i mean you could sometimes it's better to quit but yeah. if you need like it you know you need to come back to doing things but yeah be gentle mm-hmm. next question Hey, pizza draft, says Daniel Solis. Each of you takes turns claiming a pizza topping. Boy, this is long. And no one else can pick it for their pizza. If you want to get formal about it, let's go three rounds. So you each get three toppings and each person gets a chance to pick first. Round one, Corey, Ben, and Kathleen. And I'm going to assume that cheese and sauce are a given. But you can specify what cheese. Mozzarella. Mozzarella cheese. So so mozzarella cheese. Like the rounds. Oh, oh, like the little like the slices, actual, like, like a chunk. Like, little, like if you like get a, balls like a of bucatini, right? Not a full ball, like a slice. But yeah, okay. So mozzarella, traditional style, yeah. not the shredded craft stuff. Wheeler, Benjamin Wheeler. Do I have to pick the the cheese? Wait, no. I, I was th- I was assuming that cheese would just be a given that you could just have whatever cheese you want. On I think we should do cheese and cheese and sauce as a freebie. Yeah, I think so too. So I have to pick another one. Yeah. In addition to the... Yeah. yeah. All right. Basil. 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 Okay. First pick basil. Yeah. Okay. Onion. Anchovy. White or red? Uh, white. Okay. All right. Round two. Ben, <clears throat> Kathleen, Corey. So I've picked anchovy. You've and picked white, white onion. onion and you've picked basil. Uh, sausage. Like a spicy Italian? Like a spicy Italian sausage. Mm. Hmm. Roasted squash. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't want to save that for round three. No, <laughs> I wanted to make sure I could have it. And no one else. <laughs> Pineapple. Pineapple. All right, round three. Ka- Kathleen, Corey, Ben. Uh, so I have anchovy and roasted squash. <laughs> I mean, that sounds kind of good. Uh, spicy honey. That's a good one. I think this would be a delicious pizza. Uh, shrimp. We are so good <laughs> at this. Like, none of us are, we're not stepping on anybody's toes. We could team money draft this. Like, if if it was us three against any other three people in the office. Oh, yeah. We would get I would. The, we I would, would eat get our pizza, pizza and not their pizza. Yeah, yeah. Uh, black olive. Ah, yeah. see, that I was would... wondering about that. Yeah, yeah. that's, uh, yeah. 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 All right. So your pizza is going to have 
uh, hot Italian sausage, onion, and black olive. That's a good pizza. And your pizza is going to have... I have no memory of this. Shrimp, basil, and pineapple. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> and of course, mine is anchovies, roasted squash, and chili honey. You know you have to eat it, right? Would you genuinely eat... And I'm not saying this as a, a, a rundown of you as a person or your tastes, but would you genuinely eat a pizza with shrimp, pineapple, and like basil, like big rips of basil? That's your jam? I, 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 it's not an everyday thing because right. like I want a specific pizza. Like this is memories of a pizza I love oh. from... <laughs> the chicago deep dish pizza place in edmonton it doesn't have basil on it but it's got it like shrimp and pineapple in it yeah in deep dish it would like salami this is and chaotic it's salami it's so good it's also got olives in it it's intense i mean i, I gotta respect game when i see it i mean that's that's a lot i do like a like the deluxe pizza the one that has like the salami and the black olives and the green peppers and the onions mm -hmm. that pizza i think is underrated it's really good for a standard like you know what you're getting mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah the onions and the, the onions add a little bit of bite the olives add a little bit of salt there it's very meaty mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. some, some of the, my favorite pizzas have had like curry on them Mm -hmm. Oh, like the tandoori chicken pizza and like stuff? A, yeah, like, like a tandoori or or even just like a masala. I feel like this is a question that is pretty easy to like build around. Like I'm thinking of this through the lens of a magic player that is trying to run the pockets of three other nerds, mm -hmm. right? With a, with a team. Um, and I feel like this is something where it is relatively easy to get like, I guess people are jumping on, like, pepperoni or whatever. Always. But yeah. even then, like, yeah, you just, I'm not pick one, so maybe I'm not getting pepperoni. Just got to pick a different protein if you want that. Well then. Yeah. I'll, I'll pizza money draft anybody. All right. You know, I think, I feel like this is definitely maybe not what we had in mind when we started Lure, the the Askler podcast in this form of like, hey, how can how can you like maximize the hypothetical money from this hypothetical pizza money draft? Yeah, that might be uh that's you sure, a, that's a you me sure we didn't we didn't think of that. That's a me issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, regardless, I do have a bit of news for everyone. Uh we've decided to wind Askler down because we want to make a little bit more room in the schedule for new and existing projects. And we feel that we have maybe come to the end of all the questions, the normal sort of reasonable questions that we get asked. Although I do think pizza money draft and if you were an ingredient if you were a set of ingredients, what was set of ingredients next would you live? Yeah. Yeah. Up. yeah. Are good and they are amusing. Uh, but we also, uh, we're going to do one last one next month with, it'll be some sort of extravaganza because James had already been sending lots of like Slack posts. And so look forward to that being fun and exciting. And I do want to mention that YouTube memberships are still a thing on our main channel. If that's how you wish to support us mo uh, monetarily. And we do appreciate that. And we do want to continue getting money there from you if that's where you want to give it to us. Just give it to us. I mean, or at Patreon or anywhere else, but you know, or just watch and share and look at say, look at these three people almost incriminate themselves legally while talking about these things that yeah. they've done. Good old Detroit Wheeler and Dick Devere. <clears throat> and Coriander, just Corey. 
Well, you didn't tell us if you had any alternate names that, you know, your parents were almost just almost went as with. As far as I know, they didn't. They were just like, this is the one. Yeah. My mm-hmm. mom was hopped up on painkillers and hallucinating and it just all fell into place. Perfect. Sounds like a good night. Sounds like something you could bring up on Only Connect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We really appreciate it. Stay tuned next month for a f- fun special Askler. But until next time, I've been Kathleen. Wheeler's been Wheeler. Corey's been Corey. And of course, Paul has been getting the questions up and running tech for us. Thank you, Paul. He says thank you. <laughs> <laughs>